I enjoy doing this, but the three hours of work that it takes for you to just hit the play button is annoying. Well, we are rolling. <laughs> so this is the introduction to the unpublished <laughs> podcast. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Savannah didn't realize I pressed record before her outburst. In my defense, you take three hours to get this going. Well, I want to make sure it's whatever. I, no, I'm being... you came. I was reading a book. You yeah. came into the living room and you said, are you ready? And I said, sure. I put my book down and I walked into this room. Yeah. And then, then at least seven minutes later, you came walking seven in. Minutes. And I said, it what did you do? Literally... And you were like, oh, I grabbed a drink and I drank this and I took this vitamin. <laughs> like, why, why do you have to do all of that now? Why like can't you wait until this is over? Oh, my gosh. It was about a minute and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, whatever. Um, if you hear a little humming noise in the background, listen. They're not yeah, going to be able noise, to hear it. Um, <laughs> it's because Savannah is sitting across the table from me, and she's got a heater uh, pointed directly at her, probably about mm, probably about three foot from her, maybe 42 inches to be oh exact. <laughs> Why do I have the heater? Well, because it's been a week. It has been a week. So we're, we're titling this um, episode, The Struggle is Real. That's not what I'm calling it. I'm calling it, How Do You Address Problems in Life? Oh, which would basically be exactly what we're going to be talking about. I mean, the struggle. How do you deal with problems? How do you deal with, um, what was it? What was the other word you used? Stressors. Stress. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the stress, stresses in our life? What are the stressors? Um, so let's, uh, let's cut to our little introductory, uh, guitar rift and here we go. And we're back to the unpublished podcast where... We talk about our lives, we talk about our struggles, we talk about our ups and downs, and sometimes we're kind of rude to each other at the same time. Like, I wish, I wish you could see, <laughs> there was like video for Savannah's face <laughs> across the way because uh, she just has these, eye, like, not necessarily <laughs> eye rolls, she's not really an eye roller, but it's just this stare that, um, that indicates her... Um, happiness and great Dis joy dislike. to here's, be doing this. Here's the thing. It was a long day. Yes. It's been a long week. Yes, it has. And it's only Monday. <laughs> it's only Monday. And I'm tired. Yeah. So I'm just listening to you and following your lead. Oh, wow. Like a good little Insert wife. Gilmore Girls <laughs> theme song. <laughs> when you Um, so how was your week? Um, overall, it's been okay. I think, I don't even honestly remember. So on Sunday, we went back to church, which was nice, but like, there wasn't anyone there because people are still out with sickness or, you know, just a little bit nervous to come back, like totally understandable. Um, and so there was maybe four families, I think there, four or five. Yeah. Um, and then... 
Yeah, so that was yesterday, and then you had a meeting that you had to go to, so, like, nap times were messed up, and we didn't get our Sunday nap, and um, all that jazz. Then I did grocery pickup, so, like, yesterday was packed full of things, and then we got home last night, and my car's broken, so then today was, like, trying to figure out how I could get a different vehicle, and then, like, I finally cleaned our house from your brother and his fiance staying with us and oh name calling now <laughs> no like they cleaned up after they left but just like that like you know washing the like quarantine yeah and process. like mopping the floors and like really cleaning everything i hadn't done in several weeks yeah. um and so like did all of that today and then had a conference call with one of the, can we edit that out yeah i'll i will edit the name out since she just <laughs> dropped the name um, with her, one of her speech teachers. Um, and then she had, um, one of the caseworkers came and talked with us for a little while. Um, and so, and then highlight of the day, um, made chicken pot pie and I homemade the crust and I homemade the cream of chicken soup that like goes in it. Um, so two out of the four ingredients were like, I made them with my hands, which was exciting. Um, and it was real good. Yeah. Thank you. It was like a real nice flaky crust thanks and even the five-year-old ate it and it had vegetables in it so and she said she liked it yeah she liked it more than her chicken and ketchup yeah so that's a win also part of doing things with my hands um i tried to make sourdough and i guess like killing your sourdough starter is nearly impossible all of the blogs that i've read all of the people that i've talked to have literally said like you probably cannot kill it. Guess who killed it? Me. So. Good job. Going to restart that process. But I made two things tonight, so I guess I'm done, and I don't even have to do anything <laughs> else. Bucket list item checked. Well, when you start all your garden stuff, then I told her this evening, I said, then you'll have to make everything from scratch. Everything? Everything. Also, it takes way longer to make everything from scratch than just to, like, make it from things you buy from the store. So like typically a chicken pot pie would take me like probably an hour to make because you have to cook the chicken and then you assemble the pie and then you bake it for 45 minutes. But tonight it took me, I started, I think at like 4.45 and we ate at seven. Yeah. And so it's five hours and 15 minutes. But like some of that was my fault and I didn't what? like plan the steps. Oh. Two hours and 15 minutes? <laughs> Did I say five hours You're mad. <laughs> Uh, so next time maybe it won't take me as long sounds good how was your day how was your week uh my my day was pretty decent so first day back on the job i was how was your the lady that you were working for did she like was she there at all yeah she uh she ended up being there towards the end of the day her and her husband um so that was that was good so I started this job before we were in quarantine, and it's a uh, bathroom job, bathroom remodel. So, basically, tore the whole bathroom out and put new everything. In. And you just drank all of my water. <laughs> um, but basically, we're redoing the whole bathroom, and so I was in the middle of laying tile on the walls above the bathtub, and then. Then COVID struck, and so we had to take a break, and I had to call them and say, hey, um, you know, we are having to quarantine for two weeks, and they were very understandable. And in fact, today... Understandable? Um, yeah, very understandable. That's a word. 
Um, and so today, actually, uh, the husband uh, just said, hey, I just want to say, hey, we totally understand these are crazy times and want to make sure you're aware we're just fine and we actually appreciate you, you know, taking the steps to keep everybody safe in in the process um and his wife is a is a nurse so she's very very aware <laughs> and he he even said um you know um my wife probably wouldn't even let you in the house to be honest if you had decided you wanted to come yeah, which uh which that wasn't even in the in the thought process yeah thought process at all so that was good to be back on the job it was weird because i had you know started the process and and was making cuts of you know, to, to lay tile and I had a pattern down of everything that I was doing. So jumping back into it today was a little, little fun to get it back into it. But Did you it was, remember how to do everything? I, I think I do remember how to, <laughs> how to do everything. It was cold today though. Yikes. And so when, you know, I was running a wet saw, the tile saw, and that's outside because you don't, it just makes a mess and has water and the water was cold on the hands and you're it going. It didn't freeze? No, it didn't freeze. What I did was I, I took hot water actually and then put it in there. Uh, but then over time, you know, it just, it cools off. Um, so yeah, it was, it was funny because there was water dripping off of everything. And as it was dripping off the actual tile saw, it was forming icicles. That's crazy. Yeah, it was weird. Mm. So that was today. Um, and then I came home and tried to tackle one of the issues stressors, or stressors of this week. So let's maybe let's take a list of the stressors for this week. Uh, first of all, the heat went out. Yeah. And so uh, now we have three like not I don't know if stationary is the right word, but like space, space heaters. Space heaters. Yeah. One in the five-year-old's room, one in our room, and then like one in the main area. Yeah. But we kind of just take that with us wherever <laughs> like we're sitting or moving. Well, Savannah has mm-hmm. it's sitting three feet. And from I'm not like a cold like cold person. Our house stays at sixty-eight degrees. Like, cold-hearted. Whatever. But. I enjoy like cooler weathers and temperatures, mm. but this has been just too much. <laughs> yeah, it's um, well, <laughs> we we live in a we live on the we live on the church property. So, um, and it's a, it's a modular home built probably back in the seventies. But cute, like. Yeah. It's like, we did a lot of work in, uh, inside of it and it's, and it's, it's in decent shape for, uh, what it is, but it's also a modular home. And so it has its issues and ups and downs. And so, um, the heat went out and called a friend of mine that's, uh, works in heating and air and he'll be here at some point uh over the next couple of weeks to look at it fix it um or figure out how we can fix it because that's just not something i don't mess with at all and then um so that that was one of the stressors mm-hmm. you know the heat goes out uh, another stressor was the the shower our shower tub um was no longer draining just out of the blue randomly and that was actually during quarantine back even when it's like three weeks ago it was not quite that far far ago no it was while amos and jessica were staying with us three weeks ago so we were already in quarantine um no it was like a week and a half so in 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 that process you know shower goes down the drains clogged up 
and I really didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> and even if I think thinking back now to it, uh, if I had tried to even attempt to try to fix it, um, having COVID, I probably wouldn't have even with all the energy that I expended today, um, I wouldn't have survived. <laughs> and then number two, I couldn't have gone to get the material to fix it oh, anyway. That's true. So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Mm. So that ended up, I ended up fixing that today, but... I fixed the drain in the other oh, bathroom. Yeah. Savannah so became sink, a plumber today as well. Yeah, baking soda, vinegar, and hot water. I mean, that's... Did the trick. Yeah, and then I had to take the screwdriver and do the gross thing <laughs> where you pull the... Anyways, we're just going to move on. You think, look, but it's mostly like your hair... It's not in that bathroom. No, it was like... I dropped the name again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to bleep that one out, too. (laughs) Clearly, we're doing very well (laughs) on this episode. But it was like oil or something, like coconut oil that was in the drain. I don't know what it was. Face wash. But my face wash doesn't have coconut oil. Whatever. So, like, it wouldn't... I don't know what it's Who knows? Yeah. Whatever it is. um, I fixed it. Yeah. And then my car... Yeah, so then... Uh, but it has been broken for, sev- like, it's months. It's had, like, this... It makes a really cool... It, like, sings to me when I drive, yeah, is what I told the nice Chick-fil-A noise. guy. But it's actually the... He said the rotors grinding together. I don't know. I don't even know what a rotor is. Like, a rotary oven. Like no, the it's actually the, the rotisserie. Is, oh. is what, as I was doing some research. Because <laughs> I'm not a mechanic The Chick-fil-A either. drive-thru guy said my road rotaries... Rotaries were broken. Yeah, the rotary brakes. Yeah. Um, and so that just quit. But thankfully, honestly, like me and the five-year-old had left the house and we had gone to do some shopping in town. And then we came back home. And when we pulled in, it felt like we hit the cement block that like keeps you from hitting a building. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is no cement <laughs> block curb. there. Yeah, the curb. There's no curb there. And I was like, well, maybe I just pulled too far up on the sidewalk and I didn't want my tires to like be pressed. And so I went to reverse it. And when I went to reverse it, like didn't move. And so I was like, um, so I just left it. Yeah. And then you got to deal with it last night. So we're a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Um, any other stressors? Mm, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tell me a little bit about maybe the struggle of dealing with the five-year-old at times. Yeah, man. Five-year-olds are just like tough beings. They want what they want. They're smart enough to know what they want, but they aren't smart enough to communicate what they want and like understand why they can't get what they want. And so we're, like, trying to work through that. And it's just exhausting. Um, Like, and, I mean, it's part of being a parent. But, like, having a very high-strung child in your home just definitely has its Not just one. And downs. So that's the five-year-old. And then talk about our... 14 month old Judah Cash just started to do this really cute thing where whenever he doesn't get his way he just like (laughs) no he just screams and not like a like high pitched it's it's more like a screech it's like a grunting like I'm mad we're not gonna demonstrate because then we it's a horrific sound yeah um but he has started to do that and he (laughs) so we're working through that lots of 
correcting of the 14-month-old. And then the five-year-old thinks it's funny, and so she's laughing, which encourages. And so it's just this, like, very large dynamic of, (laughs) oh, my gosh. And then I am a, um, like, I'm stressed out really easily by sound. Um, And so the screeching of the 14-month-old and the laughing of the five-year-old and just all of the sounds that two small children, like, create is very overstimulating at times. Um, And so I've had to learn to work through, like, one, we have children. And so part of it is, like, I just need to get over, like, we no longer have a quiet home. We knew that when we had judo. We knew that when we took in the five-year-old. Like, our days of quiet are very few and far between. very different. I mean, Um, when it was just the two of us, it was like you could be in the home and it could be dead quiet. Obviously, we're, it's not that way anymore. No. When they both go to sleep, and even then, she talks in her sleep, and he like does this weird grunting thing. I don't <laughs> know. Um, so at the, at the same time of, of like understanding there are now noisemakers in the house or in the home, um, we're, still, we're still pretty, I say strict. But I, I'd say we yeah, are. Yeah, like you're, the kids aren't allowed to scream in the house. They're yeah. not allowed to run. So when Judy does the screeching, like that's just something we don't allow because it, it's it's a it's a reaction and it's an angry. It's not just a, a little whine. It's actually anger that's coming out, and so we're trying to you know um, dampen that anger, and then you know try. We're already saying. Hey, say please, even though he can't even he can't even say the words please yet. And I think I might have gotten him to kind of um, this evening. He might have had like the S's, S sounds like <laughs> that was about it. Um, but he's just over a year, so he's still learning and un- trying, you know, understanding that um, you don't always get what you want yeah and then taking in a five-year-old that like we didn't raise like we're having to go backwards and teach a lot of fundamental things that like we're already teaching judah right now like we're having to teach her that at five right and so i was talking to marcy we both were we had a big conversation Mm -hmm. with her about like what it's been like to bring both children in the home and like how it looks and how the things you've had to work through and like it's just hard, um, you know, because she is five, but she's not operating on so many levels. She's so far above a five-year-old. Right. And, like, for the things that she has experienced, like, she is so far above what we yeah, could even she's dream. very aware, very yeah. smart, very observant. She's very observant. sweet, yep. very kind, like, wants yep. to have fun, wants to, like, do the right thing. Um, like, she is, she's a... She's a gem. Um, I roll my eyes as I say that because she's also a turd. Um, but, you know, she she has areas where she's not a five-year-old. You know, she's working with trauma and things that we're, like, having to work through. And um, so, yeah, that for two weeks with the kids by ourselves, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, and it really wasn't bad. No. Um, it would just kind of highlighted some stress. Yeah. Stressors for me. We talked a little bit about that uh, last week. Last week. Um, so 
So those all of the things are... on your list really haven't been stressors for me. Like that's been the stressor. And then the fact that the list just seems to keep growing and nothing was like yeah. fixed on it. That was stressful yeah. for me. That that's that's been the the stressors for me. It's like it's like one thing after another just keeps on piling up and I'm like, I just wanna try to take care of one and so Well it was like a couple months back your truck broke down and then we got your truck fixed and it was like the next day my car started to make that sound where we knew that yeah. something was like going to be wrong. Yeah. Um and it seems like every time we like catch up or get ahead, it's like, Oh, okay, but here's this other thing to think about. And I think like that's just part of life. Is, I mean it is part of and life. It's not poor pitiful <laughs> us by any means, but like I think what matters and this is kind of what we talked about last night was like how how do we deal with those things? So we were off of life, you know, for two weeks. And the first week, I would say we were probably too sick to do anything about, like, any of the stuff that was broken or, like, that we needed to address. Um, But then that second week, we just kind of did what we wanted. Like, we used it as a vacation week a little bit. Like, where you got to do some projects you wanted. We started this podcast. We, I read several books, did several puzzles, baked several things. Um, And maybe... I, I, my personality, and I can say my personality i can just say i um when it when there is a when there is a big project to do and it's one that maybe i don't enjoy or don't want to do i usually find 10 other things (laughs) that are meaningless tasks projects some of them may have some (laughs) value to them may have some impact on some part of our lives, whether it's ministry, youth programs, or whatever, but I usually find myself working on the projects that I enjoy more to avoid the big project that I don't want to deal with. Yeah. So, it, under the umbrella of stressors, under the umbrella of things that stress us out, the way that's the way I deal with stress is I avoid. I almost avoid the stressor or the thing that is stressing me out and act like it doesn't exist. And sometimes that is you. Which really, really (laughs) stresses me out. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. I think I was mopping. I wasn't thinking about mopping. I was mopping earlier today. And, like, it's not that you and I are lazy by any means at all whatsoever. Like, we are always doing something, always accomplishing something. But... Like, we wait until the last minute to do the things that have to be done. Or, like, to the point where we, like... I'm a huge procrastinator. (laughs) Or, for me, so, like, I cleaned the house top to bottom today. And I had been thinking about it for several, probably for over a week now. Like, hey, I need to clean up this. I need to take care of this area. I need to reorganize this. I need to put that away. I need to do this. And as that list continued to grow... I got more and more overwhelmed and, like, didn't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. And so today when I woke up, um, I just told myself, like, no social media, no reading books, like, no doing anything until your list is done. And so, like, I didn't accomplish my list today um, because (laughs) it was too long to accomplish. And so we put the kids to bed, 
and I just decided, okay, so the list will be bumped to tomorrow. Um, and I did post a picture of Judah on my social media because she's just <laughs> too cute. Um, but like, I didn't scroll on social media. I didn't like check out any of the things like, and for me, that can be a, t- you didn't a have huge 50 Instagram stories. No, I haven't done Instagram stories <laughs> in a minute. Um, I don't know. That could be a whole new podcast on social media and how I feel about that now. Um, now, I don't know. It's always changing. It is. Um, but it's so it's not like we're lazy, but like it's we just don't want to do the thing. And once we do the thing, we're like, oh, OK, it really wasn't that bad. Like once I cleaned the house, I was like, oh, that took me two hours to literally clean our entire house from top to bottom, like detailed. But I put on some headphones, put on a book, like an audible book. And then just, like, got stuff done. Mm -hmm. And I think in my mind, like, I make it out to be this huge, horrible thing, when in reality, it's not. Um, And so a couple months back, I started to, like, okay, it takes me five minutes to wash all of the dishes and to be done with that. It takes me seven minutes to fold an entire huge load of laundry and then be done with that. It takes me, I think, 12 minutes to clean the bathroom, like, everything, scrub out the sink, scrub the toilet, do the floors, like, everything. It takes me 12 minutes. And so when I think about it like that, it's not this overwhelming task. It's more of like, okay, I have 12 minutes. Let me do this one thing. Okay, I have seven minutes. Let me do this one thing. Um, And for me, I feel like that's helped when I get really stressed out and I'm to the point where I'm like, I can't do anything because there's so much to do. Just like starting with those little time, I don't know, time splotches maybe. I don't know. But like getting the thing done and then being like, okay, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. A little project at a time. Yeah. And accomplishing something. Like those goals. I think sometimes that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the goals. Like if you can't. steps yeah, at a time. If you can't accomplish something, then like, like the idea of cleaning my whole house top to bottom, like that's overwhelming. But when I think about, okay, each room, each task, well, it's not as bad. Or right. like when you went to fix the drain, like thinking about pulling those side panel off and I don't even, I don't know what you did, <laughs> cutting the pipes and getting the clog out like if you think about it like chronologically what needs to be done that's not as overwhelming as oh my gosh i'm gonna cut a hole inside of the wall and then what's gonna happen like you know i don't know and some of that is unknown but yeah it it was just getting in there getting dirty being uncomfortable for maybe an hour and and then getting it done and uh getting it fixed so but the weight of not having to think about it anymore once it's actually finished. Yeah. Like, will be so worth. Once it's closed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like 75% of the way done yeah, with it. Yeah, which is always, yeah, that's the way projects are sometimes too. Um, getting them to the 75% point and then uh, getting it over the finish line. It's like when you type out something on your computer and then you have to print it. Like, yeah. I feel like I have so <laughs> many documents saved on our computer that I'm like, oh, yeah, that was such a great idea. But, like, I never actually never printed actually it out printed and it. did yeah. anything with it. Um, there's always ideas that we have. And we're like, oh, man, this would be a great idea. Uh, like this podcast, <laughs> which was an idea two years ago. And now it's actually in fruition. Is that a word? Yeah. Um, so but yeah. we almost quit last night. We, we almost, almost what? quit the podcast last night and decided that yeah. we only were going to well, do one episode. We were, we're trying to, my we, goal was 
to try to record this on Saturday night so that Sunday could just be free and clear. We could do church and then post it maybe late Sunday night so that as you're going to work Monday morning, you can pop it in and listen to it. Or as you're at work on Monday morning. <laughs> happy Monday. Listen to yeah, our voices. Yeah, happy Monday. <laughs> listen to the unpublished podcast. Um, but that was that was the goal. But then, like Savannah said, the weekend just kind of was wore on and then we i had a full sunday and then we thought about doing it last night and neither one of us was in a good mood uh i i especially wasn't in a good mood just dealing with the stressors and i was like all right let's be done and we went to bed um so i want to talk a little bit about yesterday um it was great to be back at church. I think Savannah mentioned that. And then um, just being around uh, some of the people, um, being out of quarantine, actually dressing in uh, nicer clothes and not just sweats for At one point during quarantine, I looked at my makeup, and I don't wear, like, a ton of makeup, but I looked at my makeup, and I was like, my makeup brushes probably think I'm dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't used them in so long. They probably think, like, I just died. Uh, yeah it was uh yeah it's weird the weird transition from doing almost nothing to all right back into motion back into um life yeah regular life so yesterday uh yesterday afternoon uh so we um alan and i who's the pastor of the church alan and i were emailed um actually they reached out to him uh and asked if he and i would attend a meeting at um that was hosted by the borden uh foundation and just dealing with um dealing with a tragedy in the school uh 14 year old taking his own life and it was just sitting in the meeting and we were in the meeting for about two hours, was emotionally draining um, as we discussed the topic and trying to find a solution. And I mean, we had counselors there, psychologists there, teachers there, and then they had reached out to the faith community to try to be a help and try to give some input on, on what we can do to tackle um, this very, very hard and difficult topic, which plays into maybe even some of the stressors. I mean, we've seen in this last year just an incredible increase in depression, an increase in um, just isolation, and that has created this absolutely horrific environment for someone to get to the point where they would take their own life. The disconnection, uh, I think, has had a great and awful impact on it. Um, so that that was just overwhelming. So on top of all the other stressors that I was dealing with this week, and then I was dealing with this tragedy, and I didn't know the individual personally at all, but even just coming in 
hearing the teachers, hearing the principals, their heart, they're hurting um, right now. And um, so that was overwhelming. So my heart was going out to them. You know, I was on the way back. I was praying for them um, and just asking that they would find some type of peace and comfort and fortitude to try to go on and and minister and and you know help other children and 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 kids and young people so that was that was our week so the struggle has been real the struggle is real um for everyone and i think how we handle those stresses in our lives uh really really matters so what's what's a way that you try to fight against stress? Um, I like to eat cookies. <laughs> I think we've had Marcy and I have had several conversations about this, like you know, finding ways to work through stressful things. Um, and I don't really have like a. I'm very, very bad at handling stress. Like I'll just put it out there, mm. like. I'm very easily um, overwhelmed or stressed out. Um, I would say I don't struggle so much like with anxiety, but like that overwhelming, like just stress and like, I don't even know. And I probably couldn't even tell you what starts it or what the cause is. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I like to eat food. Food is a solution. Yeah. Chocolate, Which anything sweet. Which is terrible. Sweet. Yeah. Um, maybe we should do like a food journaling <laughs> <laughs> combo. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because I find when I'm like really stressed and I think Savannah, you'd say I'm, I'm usually for the most part pretty calm pretty chill that's just my natural personality but when i am stressed i would say over the last two years you have stayed in a constant state of stress yeah like there are things that have like triggered you that make you like explode but like that's way like you were way easily easier way easier what am i trying to way (laughs) way more easily set off now than like you have been since I've known you. Um, and I think like part of that is you, yeah, like life, you own your own business. We have kids like that. You have a lot of responsibility. Um, and so I'm I'm also good at not vocalizing. So even like the big pauses there, um, when I'm under stress, I'm not good at vocalizing or communicating with you maybe what I'm dealing with what my thoughts are what my feelings are whereas you are really good at showing your feelings you're not necessarily great at communicating like verbally but it it definitely you definitely know exactly what's happening and exactly what you're aggravated about uh you're and, welcome. and sometimes it's me sometimes it's the kids sometimes it's 
the pot that you're trying to deal with. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the raw chicken that I have to touch. Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know in the moment exactly what uh, you're, you're stressed about. Yeah. Whereas I tend to try to hold it to myself. And, I, and it really is a pride thing. Uh, it really is. Uh, well, I don't want to make Savannah stress about this. When I'm already stressing about it, and then if she starts stressing about what I'm what I'm stressing about, <laughs> then that's gonna just increase my stress. So why even share it with her in the first place? So and that 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 is that is a prideful thing, and that is a it doesn't help our relationship. Um, it pushes us apart. It doesn't draw us together. The last time that like we had something big going on and you kind of held it off from telling me. I remember when you told me, I just like berated you with all of these questions, like, and not in a, how could this happen? And how did we get to this place? But like a, okay, but have we tried this? Oh, did we think about this? And what about this? And what about this? Yeah. You were like, Hey, I've already thought through all of those things. And I've already like got my own mind going for you to add that stuff is not helpful. Um, and when you said that to me, it, it made me stop and think about like, oh, you have a functioning mind. Like, I don't need to add the stress onto you. Um, like, if you're dealing with something and you say to me, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm dealing with. Like, my response should be, oh, man, that sucks. Like, how can I help? And just like trying to alleviate whatever stress I can instead of just like working myself up and getting in that stress boat with you and that goes both ways because oftentimes i'll see that you're stressed know that you are aggravated and (laughs) you're (laughs) aggravated by something yeah and either i i try to uh be funny or aggravate even more and the funny also aggravates me yes (laughs) (laughs) or I ignore it like it doesn't exist when I know it does exist. <laughs> and ignoring it makes you even more <laughs> aggravated and Any upset. of the older couples that are listening to this, if you can, like, give some <laughs> advice, we are open to it. That is for sure. So how do you handle stress? Like, how do you unstress? Is that a word? How do I unwind, maybe? Unwind from stress? I don't know. I'm still, I'm still learning that. So if anyone can send us any healthy coping mechanisms for life (laughs) that would be great um i mean the spiritual answer would be um to take it to the lord and leave it there that's what i'm supposed to do that's what we're supposed to do does that happen um most of the time it doesn't and even when i even when i verbalize lord i'm giving this to you it's in your hands most of the time i'm still i've still got a pretty good hold and grip of it and i'm not letting it go and that's a problem as well. But I would say um, that music uh, can be an escape for me. Um, if I'm on the job and I can just zone out, throw on some music that I like, and zone out and just work. Uh, of work is another thing <laughs> that I find um, that is weird but causes me to you know de-stress uh is just working going out i think that physical labor like letting your body like work physically like work some of that stress out um is good and is helpful for your body to 
to like release that tension. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the, the work atmosphere is not stressful and, and 98% of the time it's not, it's just, um, it's just work. It's just construction work and you're just, you're just doing it. What I'm stressing more about is all the other stuff that surround, um, surround work, you know, the rest of life. So that's the struggle. What else? All right. So we've, let's move away maybe from the struggle and the negative to what are some of your favorite things that you're enjoying right now. Um, go ahead. Am I I'm going first? You. Yeah. Um, let me think. Oh, so last week, Aaron's sister posted on Facebook about Stitch Fix, which is like a clothing i don't i really don't even know what it is basically she said here use this code and you can get a hundred dollars worth of free clothing and i was like okay well first i read it and i was like "Mm, that seems like probably they're gonna take our credit card number and like spend all of our money and that's what i told you (laughs) and then marcy was like no it's totally legit i talked to amanda aaron's sister and she was like no it's totally fine and so marcy had done it so she talked me into doing it and then we got Grace to do it and Shelby to do it. And then I created an account for Aaron. So <laughs> anyways, what happened was we got $100 of like free credit. Um, and basically Stitch Fix, like you go in and it's a like a subscription box, I guess. But like a stylist is assigned to you and you fill out all of these um, quizzes and like answer all of these questions and are very detailed about the type of clothing that you like and like what you're looking for, blah, 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 blah. And um, then they send you clothes. And so I got that in today, and I got two things that I am literally wearing right now because I like them so much. And then a sweater that I really liked and another sweater that I thought was okay and then a sweater that I really wanted to love but just didn't. Um, But I was really excited about it. It was really fun, and I think all of us that did do the box are going to, like, get together and switch pieces among each other. Um, But that was really fun and exciting. Um, What else? Uh, Oh, this morning, just a really sweet moment. So Aaron has been home for the last two weeks, and, like, every morning Judah wakes up, and he comes in bed with us and kind of hangs out for maybe an hour And um, this morning he got up and I went and got him and put him in bed. Well, Aaron had already left for work. And so Judah's laying there with me in bed and he looks at me and he says, Dada? And I said, no, bud, dad's not here. He's already gone to work. And so Judah kind of turned back around and was laying there a little bit. And then he turned and looked at me again and he said, Dada? And I said, no, Jude, dad dad left. He's at work. And he laid back down, kind of snuggled up to me again. And then didn't like totally lift up, but just kind of looked at me and said, Dada? And I was like, Judah Cash, dad is at work. He's not here. And when I said that, his whole face like fell and crumpled and he like rolled into me crying. Um, (laughs) It was just like a sweet Judah loves his dad so much moment. Um, Yeah. It's weird to think that even at that young age, like they're already starting to make a bond, Mm -hmm. Um, which just shows just how early children are impacted, you know, um, at a year, even under a year old they already recognize people and already have a a bond with yeah with that person it's sweet it is sweet i don't have any like favorite foods this week did we not eat good things we had pizza well that i mean that was (laughs) shared in the last podcast um 
We had pizza last we night. We have pizza every single week. Yeah. It's a recurring theme it in our life. It probably shouldn't be, but it is. What else? Well, pizza we already talked about the pot pie, chicken pot pie. I read two more books this week. That's a win. Um, yeah. What about you? What are your favorite things? Um, my favorite, one of my favorite things that I've just kind of been, I say favorite thing, but I love music. And so I was, I've tried to, I'm going to make this, I've already made this another one of my goals is to try to put some type of song together and record it once a week, like one song a week, just uh, maybe a song that speaks to me, maybe a song that's encouraging. Um, and so I, I just love messing with that and using um, the equipment and nerding out on that stuff. So I, I enjoy that. I enjoy a little bit of videography as well. And so messing with video and stuff. So that's kind of what I've been enjoying doing. Another thing that I was working on this past week was um, I, I want to, I'm planning on doing a sh- very short documentary on the life of William W. Borden. And so I'm putting this out here now, which means I have to accomplish it. <clears throat> Doesn't necessarily mean I have to, but now I'm accountable. Um, uh, on William W. Borden, who was um, a missionary to China. And he is known for his, uh, his quote, no reserve, no retreat, no regrets. If you've never heard that before, uh, look it up. Just look up the life of William W. Borden. Um, but I had an interesting, unique approach to this is this missionary, William W. Borden, also has the same exact name as William W. Borden, who founded the town of Borden or was involved in the founding of the town of Borden, which, which is, is the town we that, we, yeah, which is the town we live in, Borden, Indiana. So yeah, yeah. Um, you, can, <laughs> you can find it, go Braves, um, you can find it uh, on the map, maybe, uh, but it also could be called New Providence uh, on the map. So what my goal is, is to find the connection between missionary William W. Borden and William W. Borden, who started uh, the, the town of Borden. And I'm pretty sure... You can't um, give it away. I can't give it away, but I'm pretty sure I've connected uh, the two. How? You'll have to find out uh, when the documentary comes out. But that's been just neat for me as I'm doing some research and, and studying that out. So that's been another thing. I got some books that I was really excited about this week, like actual hard copy books. Most of the books that I get are just like Kindle books, ebooks. Yeah. Um, but I ordered some from Amazon, um, and they're all on like homesteading and gardening and like making things with your hands. And like um, one of them is written from like a, dep- a the Great Depression era and everything that they did and they used um, and how they lived and they just used everything that they had. Like, and so reading through those has kind of helped to shift my mindset. Um, a little bit. They've just been really good, like informational and challenging books. Yeah. 
and they're really pretty. All the pictures and stuff, <laughs> like, they're just very pretty books. I looked at I looked at just the cover of one of the books, and I said, "You got that book just because it looks good on the cover, didn't you?" And um, she was like, "I may have." Well, um, and I so judged the book. all about aesthetic and how it appears and looks, which is why she's trying to buy new clothes for me because she thinks I. A dress trashy. Not trashy, but just like a construction worker dad who has no <laughs> style. And, and the little box, like you fill out um, and it says, should our stylist know anything else about you? I typed out, yeah, I'm a construction worker whose closet has flannels and Carhartt in it. And I my tell wife, dad jokes. <laughs> oh. And my wife thinks I have no style. And I was like, yes, accurate. Please help that boy. Uh, so that'll be interesting. To see how it's gonna that be so out. fun. Yeah. Well, um, is there anything else you want to add to this episode? Mm, can they tell us how like they deal with stress or? Yeah. Is I, there like a I way think, to interact? Um, how let's see. Work? There's a way to interact. Yeah, you can. You can actually email us. Ooh. At the unpublished <laughs> podcast at you gmail. You really can't say that word ever. Com. Um, let me say that again. Without the interruptions from hashtag <laughs> my wife, the unpublished podcast at gmail.com. And if you don't know how to spell that, I'm not going to spell it for <laughs> you. You should know how to spell the unpublished podcast at gmail.com. So and send shoot us, us an, email. an email. Yeah, shoot us an email. That's fine. Um, and tell us and about tell us what, stress and yeah. stressors and, and if it's a good email we'll read it next week. Yeah. We we might we might do that. So all right. I think this concludes episode two. Give us five stars, write us a review, share us with your friends. Like, subscribe, <laughs> yeah, all the all the above. That was our little commercial there. Alright, well, this is us. Uh, signing off from episode number two of the unpublished podcast, The Struggle is Real. Bye. Bye.